0: The Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 15. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, even they both are abomination to the Lord. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, even they both are are abomination to the lord the world has created the age of compromise human society has made every effort to get rid of all absolutes wicked men are excused and exonerated and even protected just men are criticized and condemned but the lord jehovah hates both kinds of compromisers those who justify the wicked and those who condemn the just the living and true God of heaven has absolutes, and he expects men to abide by them and enforce them. When he commanded judges to be appointed in Israel, God ordered, If there be a controversy between men, and they come unto judgment, that the judges may judge them, then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. Deuteronomy 25, verse 1. The Bible is a collection of God's absolutes, though it does require proper interpretation and application of those absolutes. Jesus declared that violating even the Bible's least commandment was unacceptable. Matthew 5.19 Breaking one commandment is tantamount to breaking them all in God's sight. God makes differences. Ask those that did not believe or obey Noah. Ask Sodom's Chamber of Commerce about their LGBT population. Ask Pharaoh or his army what happened to Egypt for disrespecting God's prophet. Ask the Canaanites about God's opinion of their creative sexual practices. These examples could be multiplied indefinitely, both from biblical history and our own world history. But you cannot ask these many millions about their opinion, because God annihilated them. He had, indeed, condemned the wicked. God cares about details. Ask Cain about his sacrifice to the Lord at the right time and place. Ask Moses about his fit of anger when he smote a rock instead of speaking to it. Ask Nadab and Abihu about their strange fire. Ask David about moving the ark on a new ox cart. Ask Ananias and Sapphira about fudging their giving in the early church in the book of Acts. Ask Corinth about having a little fun at the Lord's Supper. You may even ask Peter about his compromise with the Jews when he was in Antioch. In matters of judgment and relationships, the wicked are to be despised and rejected, and the righteous are to be loved and received. David hated the wicked like God hates them. And David loved the righteous, like God loves them. The animosity and conflict between the righteous and wicked will never end. Proverbs 29 and verse 10. Judgment is vindication of good and condemnation of evil. It takes place in courts, of course, but it also takes place in the home, where children's conduct is judged. And it takes place in the workplace, in churches, in schools, and even among friends. In these and other situations, just men, that is, good men, honest men, are to be honored, and wicked men are to be condemned. America's legal system is no longer the paragon of justice it once was. From low to high courts, the wicked are excused and the just punished. Judges are chosen and approved not for their perfect integrity, but for political ties. For example, abortion was legalized to justify cruel and wicked women and to condemn their innocent unborn children to death. The profane murderers are given so-called rights. The murdered innocent are given none. Criminals now have more rights than do victims. Employers have fewer rights than do employees. Landlords must submit to renters, husbands must bow to wives, and magistrates must jump through hoops before prosecuting obvious criminals. Lawsuits are filed and upheld for the most inane reasons brought by the most insane consumers. Sodomites are protected, but authoritative husbands are despised and undermined. Murderers pleading insanity are excused for taking another person's life. How absurd! If a man commits murder by reason of insanity, he has an aggravated reason to die. He is not only a murderer, he is an insane murderer. Why not keep and protect rabid dogs? For that would be comparable. Except that the rabid dogs never murdered anyone. Get real, world. But you must look closer to home than the legal system in your nation. For the compromise is also in the churches. Just as Paul prophesied and warned to Timothy, false doctrine and teachers must be named and condemned. True doctrine and faithful teachers must be defended and honored. Many say, let's agree to disagree. But the fact is that God does not have such a loose and compromising approach to truth. Right is right and wrong is wrong, and every moral issue has one right and many wrong positions. David wrote, Therefore I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. Psalm 119, verse 128 That rule of David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, is precious and powerful, and you ought to learn it and live it. The priest Eli rebuked his sons, but did not condemn them. He lost everything for his compromise. The church at Corinth was puffed up about fornication in their church instead of mourning and judging the wicked offender. But the sweet psalmist of Israel on his deathbed told Solomon to kill his nephew and long-term chief of staff, Joab. And John the Baptist let King Herod have it during his life. Many say, Judge not, that ye be not judged. Quoting Matthew 7 and verse 1, but misapplying it entirely. They miss the Lord's command, in context, to judge some men as dogs and swine, unworthy of the truth. Matthew 7, verse 6. And to judge righteous judgment, as Jesus taught in John seven twenty four. They value peace over truth, though God puts truth over peace. They have rebelled against Bible judgment. Carnal Christians of today fulfill the abominable sins of this proverb. Paul described the rise of an effeminate brand of Christianity that would despise those that are good and flatter lustful and sinful women. They would have a form of godliness, a religious ritual, but they would have no authority or judgment in their gospel or lifestyle. They would love pleasures more than God, and it would show by coddling of sinners. The political and religious situation today is the same as in first century Palestine. The conservative religious leaders and the political appointee of the greatest nation on earth cooperated to justify the seditious murderer Barabbas and condemn the innocent and just Jesus of Nazareth. Live and speak like Jesus Christ today, and they will crucify you as well while they excuse evildoers in court, and promote them via the entertainment media. You cannot be neutral, for neutrality is rejection of the Bible and rebellion against God. For he and the Bible are not neutral. Folly and wickedness are condemned, and wisdom and righteousness are exalted. Sinners are to be despised, and good men are to be honored. Reject this effeminate generation and its compromise. Take a stand and earnestly contend for the faith once delivered to the saints. Reject the seeker sensitive and emerging churches of today, for they are a reason for this proverb in this generation. They have watered down biblical standards and preaching to where most anything is allowed and tolerated or even defended and protected. Pulpits are used for a mushy concept of love and peace rather than God's truth of holiness and judgment. The day is coming in which all judgment will be according to truth in the most absolute sense. God will have his books opened, and there will be no mistrials, plea bargaining, hung juries, pardons, or acquittals. The righteous will be given eternal life in heaven, and the wicked will be cast into hell forever. How will any be judged righteous, since all are sinners? How can the Bible say God justifies the ungodly? By Jesus Christ, his substitutionary sacrifice for his people. Jesus obeyed the law of God perfectly for the elect, and his righteousness has been applied to their accounts, and he died in their place. It is the punishment of God poured out on Jesus Christ for his people that most clearly shows God's condemnation of sin and sinners. Amen.